Welcome to the SWBL podcast presented by 1356 Public House. My name is Brian Benware, your host, and today I am joined by Scott Poley, captain of the Yankees. Um, how you doing, buddy? Saw you out there fishing recently, so. <laughs> hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. Good to be here. Yeah. Um, just like all the rest ones, uh, we're going to you know talk about the roster, talk a little bit about season 19, and then what's to come in season 20. We're going to look at the division. Uh, and then we're going to learn a little bit about Scott. So um, with some rapid fire at the end and, and a little bit about the Yankees as, as a, a group of gentlemen as well. So um, any, any initial thoughts uh, just before we get going, anything you want to say to the people out there that are, you know, big Foley fans? Um, well, if there are big Foley fans, Hey, uh, <laughs> but uh, I don't think there are, but I uh, no, just thanks for, having me on here and uh look forward to talking about season 20 which is also very exciting so yes very much so i mean and you know as a reminder to our to our audience scott is a part of the front office so has had a lot of uh behind the scenes work going on with the the front office and preparing for season 20. He helps out his brother kevin who does a ton of our production stuff too um so i think I know we know that you guys do a lot for us, but I think sometimes it, it does go unappreciated. So I guess on behalf of the league, thank you for everything you guys do, but also just say thanks guys when you see them. And, and um, especially with this big season 20 that's coming. So I definitely appreciate that sentiment, but I just want to set the record straight. We do like that much okay. like that. Okay. Much. And Sam does that much <laughs> well kevin kevin's got a big jump well uh, kevin yes yeah 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, but all the other guys yeah all right <laughs> yeah you know gus's title what is it uh players union something yeah it's the it's the best title in the league for sure because i don't <laughs> even know what it means so <laughs> all right well let's yeah let's jump into it so you know real quick about season 19 you guys ended up in the championship lost to the twins. Um, you went six and four, um, you know, and then a bit of a shakeup with your team. We'll kind of dive into that, but you know, what was the feeling around the squad last year coming up a little short in the, in the championship game after, you know, having a great season like you did um, just kind of what, what was the, the feeling around, you know, around the team? Yeah. I mean, first hats off to, last year and everybody that made the playoffs and I mean, yourself included uh, that was a big year for you guys um, and hats off to the twins and Chris Spencer, Edlo, Will and Corey, like they had a phenomenal year and um, anytime you can make it to the championship and really just the playoffs, like it's kind of whoever gets hot, you know? Um, so um, yeah, I would say championship game specifically losing that in the way we did, like, you just never want to like, you know, I think what was it like eight, nothing or eight to two or seven yeah. or nine to two or something like that. And, yeah. um, you know, just kind of ran out of steam at the end and Edlo hats off to him. I think he had like what, three or four home runs that game. He played I mean, really he, well in the championship game. Yeah. 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 So, um, I mean, that's kind of what it takes. And, um, so congrats to them. And for us, I mean, dude, we're all competitors, everybody in the league's competitive and you just, you never like to lose. So, right. um, so, but no, it was a great game. I think for the league, it was a great game. I think it ended with Spencer hitting a walk off. Um, and, um, yeah, you can't, 
you want to be there. I'd rather be there than like not make the playoffs. So, um, yeah. so yeah, but I think morale for our team overall, I think there was probably a sense just to me now that it's all said and done. Like, I think there was a sense, at least from me and from a lot of us that like we, our team was going to shift. Mm-hmm. And um, so we kind of knew it was kind of probably one of the last rides. And so we just, I really liked playing with John and Jackson. Mm-hmm. So um, I have a lot of respect for those guys. And it was really fun. I mean, we played with each other for gosh, almost like a decade. <laughs> yeah. I don't, you know, obviously I don't know. I can't remember when you brought Jackson in, but it feels like he's been around almost as long as I have, if not longer. And, yeah. you know, I've been around for, this is my eighth or ninth season now. So, um, mm-hmm. you know, he's been here for a long time and John was a Yankee before that even. So John yeah. was an initial member of, you know, when, when we went into the franchise era. So, well, so, so fun fact is I, when we originally sat down and kind of did the, or, or like the OG drafting for the, like the franchise era, mm-hmm. I drafted Jackson. Okay. But Jackson was in, I think, studying abroad or couldn't play that year. Okay. And so that's why I had uh, Craig and then John was with the Indians. That's right. I was, I, yep. after I said it, I was sitting there. I was like, actually, you know what? I think he was with Spencer uh-huh. on the Indians. Yeah. 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 And that team didn't work out. And so John came over. And then that's when kind of was like the recruiting. I don't know if Jackson came the year after the franchise or two years, but it was kind of like the recruiting. John played a big part in that just because they're friends. So, which I'm really happy that the they have like a crew of players that are their friends. Um, I'm really happy about that. So. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, it, it, it brings up a good point. We're, we're sort of entering a new era for Yankees with ball. Um, mm-hmm. You know, not – completely new in the sense that three of the four players on your roster have been Yankees for a long time. Um, yeah. But at the same time, yeah, you don't have John and you didn't have him last year, but you don't have mm-hmm. Jackson now. And and one thing I was going to bring up too about season 19, you know, Jackson was amazing last year on the mound, um, yep. you know, and even, even to the point of like, you know, that first playoff game that you won against the Astros, he, you know, he held us to four runs and yeah. it took, it took everything we had to try to claw back into that game. Cause really yeah. like, you know, you guys came out early were you know, awesome. And then he shut us down. And, and, yeah. you know, and so that is a bit of a pill to swallow in the sense of losing him. Um, but mm-hmm. like we've talked about in the past and we've had a, a podcast about it, you had Gus. So, right. you know, pitching, it doesn't really feel like a huge drop off. Hello. Oh, hold on a second. Huh? Okay. There's a nephew. We're helping babysit our nephew. So, oh, okay. all right. That was that was cute to like have me quiet down. Ah, <laughs> I'm hiding in the basement so I don't wake up my son. So, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, sorry about Gus, that. So, yeah, no worries. You you add Gus, and um, you know it, it it's not really that much of a drop off pitching, right? You know we've talked about that in the in the past. Um, yeah. You know, and I think another thing that's not really getting talked about, and I brought it up on a different podcast, but, you know, he played, Jackson played the field last year because you guys were four players then too, you know, and maybe Gus's experience in the field actually benefits you some more. So there's maybe an unknown, like everybody expects more from Gus at the plate, but, Mm -hmm. you know, 
him being able to play the field for you too is going to be an added bonus just to have, you know, you and Jackson were kind of rotating and I'm sure you and yeah. Keith will rotate again, but, mm-hmm. but he has a lot of experience playing the field. And I, I, I kind of want your thoughts about that impact. Yeah, I think, uh, I mean, first, um, it is kind of wild to think about. I mean, this is like the first big transition for the Yankees and since the franchise era. And I've been real lucky that we've been able to keep like a core very consistent. Mm-hmm. And um, that's been a gift as a captain. I mean, as you, as you know, like having trying to figure out rosters and adding and players leaving, like that's just not that fun. Um, and uh, so, yeah, I think with Gus, I mean, gosh, I mean, we'll see what like what the rhythm is, you know, and I, I agree. I think he's going to bring more experience to the field. Um, me and him will swap left field. Obviously, Kevin will play right. Um, and it's just fun to, I mean, Gus is one of our best friends. And at the end of the day, to play wiffle ball with one of your best friends. And we've played together at Hometown Cup. Mm-hmm. And so um, we kind of have a little bit of a rhythm there. And we trust each other. And we have a lot of fun going up to Hometown. And yeah. Uh, so, yeah, I think, um, you know, we'll see. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I don't, don't think it's ever out there. Yeah, it's never a bad thing to add the number two overall ranked player to your team. No, no. And I think uh, especially when he's got elastic arms, you know, yeah, like no I'll take that too. Yeah, I think, yeah. I mean, all across the board, we're going to be like six, three and higher I'm, all over I, the board. Yeah, I made that joke in the one podcast, but you guys should be the Red Sox, like the green monster, just trying to get it over a whole different fence. So, yeah, 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 yeah. No, and so you know, I mentioned Gus coming in at two and, and yourself, you came in at five. So two of your four, 50% of your team are in the top five. That's really strong. Um, mm-hmm. You know, really there's only one other team that could probably say they have a on paper stronger, you know, team and that's the twins. And that's just the simple fact that all five of them came in the top 20. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, but then you've got Kevin who's become one of the best right fielders in the league mm-hmm. and has gotten steadily better at the plate and been somebody you can rely on, especially after his you know first season back where he struggled kind of getting back into rhythm. He has just mm-hmm. taken off. And then, you know, Sam, Sam has been hit and miss a bit, but man, when he's on, that guy is so tough to face. And so yeah. talk to me a little bit about the confidence that you have in this lineup. Yeah, I think I, I've always had confidence in our lineup, you know, um, especially once we kind of solidified a core back in the original um, uh, days. I think now it's just one of the things that, I mean, even I've talked with Kevin about and he's talked about, it's like it's the pictures and the graphics are great, but there's also an element where that also hinders performance because he's like worried about so many things that he's not worried about playing. And so he, he would, I think he's starting to transition to more of just like wanting to play. Cause it's just a lot for a weekend to do, you know, and especially when your friends are playing and mm-hmm. you just would rather be with them and it's fun documenting. It's so, um, and I think Sam, like, I think Sam, you know, I think he had a, took a little bit of a step back last year, but I just trust everybody, you know, it's at the end of the day, we're playing with ball and I trust who, we have out there and hopefully what we have out there is going to be enough to win a couple games and take us to the playoffs and have a run. So which yeah. would be fun. Yeah. Well, um, I'm going to dig into your brain here a little bit, but I mean, coming off of a, you know, a championship appearance and now a little bit of a change, you know, so what, 
if you could put your finger on one thing or maybe one big change with this new look team, what, what makes this team better than last year's team? Um, uh, I appreciate the question. Um, I don't know if you can say one team's better than the other per se, you know, I would say that like, um, I'm confident with who we're putting out there. And I would say that, um, this is the biggest change that Yankees franchise has ever gone through. And I'm confident in the change. I'm not sitting here going, Oh, Frank, we added Gus. What are we going to do? I'm thinking like, yes, like we, Oh, oh, shucks. It's Gus. Dang it. We signed Gus. Yeah. Like I'm thinking, I'm, I'm really thinking like, I'm very confident. Like I'm very confident in, you know, I'm, I'm forecasting Gus is probably going to bat one. So mm-hmm. like that one, two leading into Sam, uh, who used to be two, it just reminds you a lot of like the twins gauntlet when you're pitching against the twins, you're like, okay, like Chris Spencer. Oh, then you got, you know, I don't know who they're third or four, how they bat their order, but then yeah. it's like, oh, then you got this person. Then you got this person. You're like, yeah. you can't really take a break. And, um, you know, I don't, know if we even had that last year but like the name of Gus carries a lot of weight and I've always mentioned that like I don't know why it's my head probably my biggest failure as a captain is not having Jackson bat in like his first three years of the league when we were trying to find a fourth player like I've apologized to him profusely on that um even before he like the year we won the championship um like he played a big part in that was his bat yeah and um so that's like when i i mean anyway we don't have to get into that and bring out the violin right (laughs) but uh so i I would say like i I can't say if one team's better because at the end of the day every team has the ability to win you know um i do think that this is going to be the most competitive year and at the end of the day it's just like can you put it together can you get hot and whoever gets hot like that's going to be a dangerous team, but I will choose my team over the others for sure. Okay. Just a little precursor to probably a future question in, in tonight's podcast. <laughs> um, you know, let me, let me throw another question at you. Then you have the smallest roster. You're the mm-hmm. only team with only four players, mm-hmm. which is the minimum. Mm-hmm. And I know it's whippable and I know we're all fairly young, but worst case scenario, somebody gets hurt or something like that like what's your plan uh i honestly haven't thought of it yeah <laughs> uh if we get hurt in season then... trade if something worked i mean it's worst case yeah. season, right we don't expect it to happen but yeah you know you're the only team with four and it brings up the question so yeah i just never like i don't know i, I thought about it like do you sign to my it's like you just don't want to over promise and yeah. like under deliver and I think that if we get hurt, hopefully people can realize, I don't know, it gets pretty angsty, but hopefully someone that has a lot of players on their team would let us borrow a player for maybe the entirety, or I don't know. If we get hurt, our seasons, we're going to be on rocky soil. So we'll see. Yeah. yeah I mean, I had to ask the question. I, I, we all pray that nothing would happen, but at the same time, yeah. Yeah. I you never know. Somebody would trade you some, a player to fill that roster out. Um, who knows who that player would be, but I'm sure I yeah. mean, we've got four teams with seven players. So it's not like there aren't players out there. Um, right. 
And technically there are free agents who aren't coming right now. So you could always just sign, you know, one of the guys who shows up for the hall of fame game or the yes. alumni game. Hey, get in here. So, yes. Yeah. Um, last question. And this will kind of lead us into, you know, our division breakdown, but mm-hmm. obviously we've talked about John and Jackson. Yeah. On, you know, starting up the white Sox here. And yeah. There's a, there's an obvious natural rivalry there in a sense in the making potentially not in the sense of man, like we don't like these people. We obviously there's huge respect, tons of love between the two teams, but there's also, you know, in a sense, like two of the four core guys for the Yankees forever are now on a different team in your division. So, you know, what are, are you kind of feeling like that's probably going to come to fruition or what are your thoughts about that matchup? Yeah, I think um, the only person that's going to push that is our schedule creator. <laughs> oh, I'm pushing that. that. Sorry. Oh, you're I'm, pushing it. Oh, I'm pushing it. Yeah. So, I don't like personally, I don't buy into that. I would say like I bought it, like I personally had a vendetta against the Astros last year quietly oh, okay. of not wanting to lose to you guys. Really? Because because of John I mean, being John. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. that was very different because it was like he left, you know, and it was like, man, like I just don't want to lose to a guy that just left us, you know. Yeah. And so it was um, irony that Sam put us at the first game. And I was annoyed because I was like, I don't want like, I don't want people making this a big deal. It's not a big deal. And then once people started making a big deal, I was like, all right, like, I don't want to lose to them now. (laughs) And so I think this is pretty different because this is like, um, yes, they're former Yankees, but like this felt very much more like transition. Mm-hmm. you know of like for the league, uh, in the better yeah league. yeah like kind of like how we went through and i'm not saying this is comparable to like the um the uh when we went to like there's kind of like different eras than era like you go franchise era and then there's kind of like four or five years after the franchise era the, the league kind of turned over again and like created a little bit of a new identity there's like three home, three different record books, I think, if you will, within the franchise era because of how things changed yeah. rule-wise. And, and so I feel like this is the start of – because I think after season 20, there may be even more change coming. Okay. Um, look, I don't get any of the drama. I don't know that. I don't yeah. even talk to anybody about it. But I would just imagine, like, there may be people just hanging on to play in season 20 and then may move on or um, – so I would say that for me with, with the White Sox, like I don't necessarily view them as like a rival. Like they're just now a new team. And yeah. they have two players that like I really admire and really respect. Yeah. And um, I loved having them on my team. Like I, I loved playing with those guys. And uh, it's kind of like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not good at like comparable with sports. But yeah, that's what I would say. So yeah. I don't view it as a rivalry. The yeah. last year I had more of like a, an itch because people made it a big deal. And I, I got annoyed by that. Okay. But other than that, like, I, I don't really care. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and, and John's done a good job of building the team, you know, from scratch. He's got mm-hmm. some really good players. And then obviously, you know, you're one and two in the division. So even without, 
a rivalry you could per se call it those games are still going to be really good and i would say yeah i would say everybody that has a competitive division so just us and you guys yeah. like um on paper i appreciated alex talking about i do believe that wait alex is in y'all's division right yep okay who's in the uh twins so it's the twins the rockies and the marlins yeah, like that's not going to be a competitive division, and my humble opinion. And so it's like when you have or when you get like a competitive team or three, I think those naturally, if you want to label rivalries within a division, like that would be it. Like for us, the Twins were kind of it, I think the first two years of drawing. Mm-hmm. So it was like the Twins and us kind of became like, well, we don't, we can't lose to them twice yeah. because that would put us in a bad situation. Right. So – yeah, and it's um, like the Rockies and the Brewers rivalry of old. Yeah. Because that was back in the day when we had NL and AL teams, and they yep. were the two that were fighting a lot of the time um, yep. for that top seed. So mm-hmm. it, it, it just kind of naturally occurs, not necessarily because yeah. players on the team. Those are just yeah. storylines. Yeah. 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 So, you know, we, we, we did a schedule release podcast a few weeks ago, and one thing that mm-hmm. we noted about, you know, the Yankees – schedule um we, we we all looked at the saturday right and and granted this is a new era but you've said in the past and, and saturdays have sort of been a bit of a struggle for the yankees in the past some years yeah some years it's you know you're battling and you know on saturday you guys got the orioles the rockies the expos and then the white Sox. so you know, when you saw your schedule, did you look at Saturday or was there something else that maybe you noticed right away that kind of sticks out more so? Um, I think I noticed just generally Sam has started to schedule division games on Monday. Like that's like a thing now. Yeah, it's a great, <laughs> uh, thing great, great idea. Um, and so that's probably the first thing I noticed is just is just that like we play two games on Monday. Yeah. Um, so. As far as, like, who you play at what times, like, um, I mean, at the end of the day, you got to play them. Like, what I what I don't appreciate about schedule making is, I think someone may have said this in earlier, is the teams that have a threat to not show up in the mornings yeah. for some reason get babied. Yeah. And they shouldn't. We're all big boys. Like, yeah. if you don't show up, sucks yeah so um so i don't have any like i looked at the schedule and i was like i mean the year's just going to be tough like you're just going to have a tough year if you play if you have like a, a more competitive division and um so yeah we're just going to go through it so yeah no i i agree with that i agree with the point on the in the morning games as well um you know and one thing i was i was thinking about and we don't really have to get into it but we've talked about how much Kevin does from a media standpoint too. And it's to really kind of let go of that a little bit, especially as we continue to evolve as a league and what we can put Mm -hmm. out there. But, you know, having, you know, historically Kevin has stayed up very late working on stuff. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody that stayed up later and more sober than Kevin and Sam. Yeah in probably the past, I don't know how many years. Yeah. And um, <laughs> they still had to do early. They'll still do They're still up early. Gus is, 
Gus is up late too with Sam. I shouldn't say, I shouldn't just signal him out. Yeah. And so it's like every, all those guys are up early raking or having an early game and like, they're not going to complain about it, but it's just like, we're all old enough now. Like if you don't get up, you just, it sucks. Nobody likes early games. Yeah. Nobody does. Like, yeah. <laughs> so you just all have to go through it. So. Yep. Absolutely. Um, you know, the power rankings just came out, at least from hitting, fielding, pitching, you know, not, and the grades are coming out simultaneously as these, you know, podcasts are released, but um, you guys came in hitting, you were ranked second, pitching, you were ranked second and fielding, you were ranked fifth. So what were your thoughts about the way the, the kind of rankings shaped out do you feel like you should have been higher in a certain category or lower in a certain category or anything uh yeah personally i have no idea how we got ranked second at pitching i don't understand that at all (laughs) i mean i'll take it who cares but like (laughs) i have i was just as surprised as everybody else i was like i don't know how that happens or happened and um but uh yeah, it's funny to uh, like see some of the other chatter too, knowing how some people may or may not have voted and seeing the pots that stir. Anyway, so um, all in good fun. I, I think, um, you know, we've been ranked high in power rankings and then we suck. And when we've been ranked low in power rankings and then we do better. And I don't really get offended by the power rankings. Yeah. Um, so I was actually on Twitter when I saw, I was like, I looked at it and I was like, I yelled at Kel. I was like, dude, we're, why are we two at pitching? <laughs> like, what? Yeah. I mean, I was like, cool. But um, yeah. So anyway. Yeah. Well, so then the other part of ranking that's about to come out is going to be the overall rankings, right? We're going to do the overall power rankings. So where do you think you'll be ranked? And then where do you feel you should be ranked or do, are they the same? Um, I think it, I mean, there's a few people that could skew that by skewing it. Yeah. Um, so I don't know where they'll come out. Um, I think that we should probably rank in the top tier. Um, and I think that would be fair. I'd be surprised if we were anything like five and below. Um, so I would imagine being top tier and then just being in that is fine with me. Mm -hmm. Um, I think that, uh, uh, what was the other question again? Just, I, it's basically the same thing. It's, it's, where do you think you'll be ranked and where should you be ranked? So you've kind of answered. Yeah, I think top tier. Yeah. Yeah. I would say the team that got screwed are the A's. (laughs) Yeah. How so? Uh, I think that they're like. Steve Hayes is always on the cusp of right field gold glove. Yep. Always. Yep. Paul Castellano, I think is pretty good in left field too. Yep. And they're, I think their ranking for fielding was like last or second to last. It was, um, hold on. I can tell you it wasn't last, but it wasn't high. Um, let's see. That's not it. That's not it. That's not it. And I think Paul also didn't Paul go like five and one last year or like four and one. He was really good on the mound too. Yeah. Um, and I think all of their scores were low. And uh, I was, were, I was probably yeah. most. They were seventh, ranked seventh in, in field. fielding. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 
I don't know if they deserve that. I think, I, I don't know. I, I think fielding and, but it's hard because I think people also like forecast in those, like how do they think they're going to eventually do as like a team? Cause like when you do the like individual rankings, you have all the teams and then you have grades. Yeah. And so it's like, well, if I'm going to rank this team higher than this team, then their fielding and hitting has to average out. At least this is how I do it. Yeah. Like, they have to average out higher. If I think they're going to be better, higher overall, then they should be ranked higher a little bit. So I don't know. Yeah, I do the so. same. I basically like use the grades as like the scale. So like mm-hmm. my one seed in whatever category gets an A plus and then two yeah. A and A minus and so yeah. on and so forth um, to yeah. try to make sure it averages out to what I think. And the only real I feel like a lot of the only anomalies like the Expos and the fact that they're pitching with Jimmy and last year with Brett and then Jeremy coming onto the team, like their pitching is much is their best aspect of their team. So Mm -hmm. it's always, it's always funny. Even last year when, you know, coming off their championship, when I think they were ranked first in pitching and like dead last in everything else. Yeah. So there's a big swing, but everybody else, like, especially, and we were, I was talking to, uh, Eli mm-hmm. and you know we talked about like there's he feels there's you know a top one two and then there's bo- like a bottom one team bottom two teams and he's like yeah really, like the six in the middle like anything could happen yeah uh, especially this year so yeah it's yeah grades are goofy and people can yeah like you said skew them however they want so yeah because I do know there's some people that will grade how they think, but then rank what they think, which probably gives more fair, non-offensive grades. <laughs> yeah. But anyway. Yeah. So, so um, let's, before we finish up with your division, you know, we haven't talked a ton about the Expos. Um, just mm-hmm. any general thoughts about them? They've a bit of a new look team. I mean, really. Yeah. Brett and John leaving, um, you know, they had Jeremy Worrell, who's, proven he can win on the mound and, and has gotten better at the plate for them. So maybe adding a little bit more pop, something they've been missing for a while at the plate, mm-hmm. but really, you know, their core is still fairly intact. So yeah. You know, what are your thoughts about playing them, especially coming off of, they were three and seven last year in their championship defense, but. Yeah. Um, I think that, I think it's easy. Yeah. I think it's easy to write them off for years. I did that because they deserved it um and who the heck knows you know i think this year is going to be unique because of the radar gun is going to be out all the time and so you just don't know how like that's going to affect like the teams and like the pitchers and like you could say okay jimmy historically has thrown hard so this will just slow him down even more maybe maybe he's just right on the time you know yeah so I would say if I had to think about the Expos and I was them, I'd be like, or like, uh, like a fan cheering on the Expos. It's like, Germ, I did summer league with Germ. Dude, Germ's good. Yes. Germ, Germ is clutch. I have and been pounding so, the table and trying to come up with like a clutch nickname or something because in big moments, that guy comes through and he did dude, in that championship he year. He did. He yeah. did. Yeah. And so he came up summer league with us too. Like, I love playing with Germ. And I think he's gotten better. I don't know what his stats are, 
it feels, it looks like Gurm has gotten a lot better over the years. Mm -hmm. And um, so I think, you know, you have Gurm and you got, uh, is Evan coming back? Yeah, Evan's coming back now. Evan's back. Like you got Worrell, you got Jimmy, like, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know if they'll be three and seven, one and whatever, or six and four. Like, who knows? Like, um, I don't know. So, yeah. yeah, I'm excited to play him. Like, I respect him a lot. So, yeah, yeah, no, it could it could shake out, and and you know, it's not. Un- I mean, it's not uncommon for the uncommon to happen. I guess is a weird way to say that, but I mean, they- the league needs more uncommon to happen. I just don't want it to happen to me. Yeah. So it can happen to somebody else. And so, you know, someone else can have that uncommon. I don't want to have that happen to me, yeah. though. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um, well, pick a pick a winner from the division. Uh, I mean, you can't bet not bet on yourself. So respectfully, I would say I would love to have the Yankees be the winner of that. But I think it'd be close. I mean, I would expect that we're gonna get Jackson both times, you know. And um, so you just never know. Like those are two big games. Yeah. So. Absolutely. Division games are always big. So no matter who's yeah. in, for sure. I could definitely see us having two coming out though, for sure. Yeah. Um, all right. So let's go through the other divisions real quick. And I just want you to pick a winner. And if you want to say why you can, but it's up to you. Okay. Um, okay. So in the Cardinal blinds division, we've got the Astros, the A's and the Orioles. Oh uh, man, you guys got screwed. Um, in my opinion, like, uh, the Orioles should have never been a tier three team. Uh, so, but you may have gotten them in tier two if you, if the yeah. things would have happened. But um, so here's the thing. Okay. I'm going to say the Orioles. Okay. Mm-hmm. But they haven't proven it. Yeah. From a standpoint, if you even look historically like a Sam and Brett team for some weird reason they were never able to find like the gel maybe after years apart that they've they'll have that that gel now um but that's that's going to be a scrappy i think the a's are going to shock some people i think you guys are going to shock people um i agree with uh uh, who is it um Eli. eli i agree with eli i mean it's at least on paper right now that that middle you know, excluding the outliers, like that's a dog race. Like that's a dog fight, not a dog race. Um, so I would say Orioles, but it's going to be tough. You know, I agree with all angles and I wouldn't be surprised if any one of those teams came out Yeah. Um, of it's that. Shape so. To be a really competitive division for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, and then in the Ketting Ice Center's division, you've got the Twins, the Rockies and the Marlins. Yeah, uh, no pun intended, but the clear winner of that, let's see what I did there, is uh, the Twins for sure. Okay, um, and then pick your uh, pick your last two playoff teams, so your two wild card teams. I will say, um, I think the uh, the White Sox are going to do it. I do struggle a little bit with that because I did. I like, I just wonder who's going to be the person that steps up for them after Jackson. Um, but like I've had years, the, the reason why I'll say the White Sox is I've had years like last year, I went one and three as a pitcher. Yeah. We still made the playoffs. Yeah. So um, if they can just get one, a guy that gets one win out there, 
I think that, you know, Jackson will be Jackson and they'll be in a good spot. Um, I'm sad about Brita. I'm, I will say I, I am sad about Brita. I loved uh, having Brita out in the league. Um, so I, I, it's hard not to see like the Rockies maybe on like a, a little bit of a downslide. Um, their rookies may really step up and provide some really good value. Yeah. They've always like been a, a pretty consistent team. Like the Twins and the Rockies and the Royals have passed were always like very consistent. Yeah. And uh, so I hate discounting them this year, but but I just think that it's going to come out of your all's division, and I think it's going to between be between you and the A's. And I don't like saying anything about that. Oh, God. Because I really believe the A's are going to, like, I think last year the A's were like a few game, like few runs away. Seven, seven runs away from making the playoffs. Yep, they almost knocked the Royals out. Yeah, and that's because they even lost games by like one or two, you know? This is probably annoying to watch me really chew on this, but it's hard. Um, yeah. Brian, who's who are your top two pitchers? David Olderman and Cam Smith. I'll go with you guys. Um, I can't – I mean, I think Paul's going to have a good year, and then just – it just depends on – it really depends on y'all's heads ahead, really. It's going to be yeah. a dogfight. Yeah. So, but I think – I think Cam will continue to get better. David Olderman had a great year last year. Yeah, um, I think on the mound. Yep. So if you have, you got David and Paul doing the same things and it comes down to Cam and Rogers. Yeah, it'll be, yeah, it'll be Rogers will probably be their other pitcher or maybe even their, maybe even their number one pitcher. I don't really know how, cause I mean, well, here's so, the other thing too. Also good in the field. Like it's hard to, you know, if you can find time to keep sure. him in the lineup in the field and not pitch him as much, but also if you need to pitch him, he's really good, especially when that hook is working. If that new pitcher comes and figures it out, who knows? Yeah, but I, I'll go with – Quo, uh, I forget his first yeah. name. Yeah, Evan. Yeah, I got no idea who he is, but yeah. he, is he a righty or a lefty? He's a lefty, southpaw. So, yeah. So, I think it just kind of depends if those those second guys can prove themselves. Um, and I would take experience in the league a little bit, I think. But we'll have two um, – what's the league called? Fast pitch league here. Moif. Uh, two Moif guys, yeah. I think, will be kind of the cornerstones on the deciding factors for how their team goes into the playoffs. But I think I'll go Astros. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So you'll end up with a, a playoff of Yankees, White Sox, Astros, Orioles, Twins. Yeah. Pretty good. But y'all's division is. Yeah. Yeah. Meeting in our suit. Like you just don't know. Yeah. I mean, last year, you know, we won the division with the six and four record, which was the same as yours and the same yep. as the Rockies, but we had the head to head advantage, mm-hmm. but I mean, we yep. had the same exact record as the Rockies and, and both teams made the playoffs, but we took the division. Yeah. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, when you get into those dog fights, yeah, it can, it can come down to runs like the A's know, and it can come yeah. down to one game for sure. Yeah. So, well, let's get into the unknown um, rapid fire edition and just got 10 questions and um, you can answer them. You can give any snip, you know, little talking points if you want, um, but we're just going to roll through them. Okay. Sounds good. Okay. What is the final record for the Yankees? 
you know what? I'll be really, really like, I think six and four will make the playoffs. So I'll just say six and four. Okay. I'll be happy with six and four. Yeah. Who is the team MVP for season 20? For the Yankees? Yeah. Um, I would say I would love to see Sam or Kevin have that. Yeah. Nice. nice. Favorite 90s song? Dude, you're talking to the worst music guy of all time. And you saw my screen just get brighter because I'm going to look up top 90s songs. And I'll see if there's one. Oh, Wonderwall was the top one. That's hilarious. <laughs> Ooh, Creep, Radiohead, My Heart Will Go On, Celine. Get Jiggy With It. Oh. Let me get like 50, 50 best. Here it is. Let's do that. Okay, no, I just need a list. Where's Wikipedia? Uh, I'm literally the worst music person. Like, I'm really bad at this. Okay. Uh, oh, Teen Spirit, Nirvana. Interesting. Uh, dude, I don't know. Um, Green Day, Basket Case. Never heard of that song. Never heard of that song. Never heard of that song. <laughs> <laughs> um, no Diggity. And, a good one. Uh, that's, ooh, Outcast was in the '90s. I'm just looking me like the class. These are all like. Hip, like or if you want, thing. if you want, if it's easier to remember, like, do you remember like what the top hit your senior year of high school was? Like, what was the jam when you were a senior? Uh, that's also a good question. Um, you know what? Here's uh, Tupac, California Love. You know, I'll say, uh, I'll, you know, I'll just say that because I got a teammate in California. And there we go. I hope that song's not offensive. <laughs> I, if it is, I don't know all the lyrics. I, I oh, can sorry. hear it in my head, but that's it. So, yeah. <laughs> Who's going to lead the league in strikeouts as a pitcher in season 20? Ooh, as a pitcher. Do you have any like uh, historical context like last year or the year prior? Like top um, five? I don't off the top of my head. I can look it up real quick. For some reason, I think Paul has like a lot of strikeouts historically. I know Sam does, but the, the interesting thing is like everybody's on an equal playing field now. Like nobody's yeah. wondering or like snarling about like they're throwing too fast. Like now you're just going to know. Yeah. Um, Jimmy Nelson led the league with 22. Last year? Yeah. Chad Young came in at second with 18. Yeah, those, those were, those were flamethrowers last year. Yeah. Maybe not so much Jimmy. I know that Chad was a – he threw pretty hard, I think. Yeah. Will came in at third with 16. Cam Smith was – and then a bunch of people were tied at 14. Cam, Gus, Jackson – so. Uh, Cam Gus Jackson. You know what? I'll I'll keep it with uh, Chad Young. Is it Chad Young? Yeah, Rockies. I'll say I'll say Chad Young. I think I think last year was his first year. I think yep. he he threw. He's a big presence on the mound. Lefty. He threw kind of hard, but I think he'll figure it out more this year. And I think that lefty just kind of throws people off. So you're he's in a division a that. He's apparently got a really good knuckleball if he can control it, too. That he only used sparingly, so we'll see if he adds to the arsenal. Yeah, it'd be interesting to know who are like the top strikeout batters, and then pair them like whoever. That's the... also Jimmy, by the way. 
Bill it is. I'll look, but let me look. Because uh, you just wonder, like, who this – like, of those top three pitchers, who has, like, the most strikeout hitters in their division? And I'd probably choose them. Yeah. Uh, you know what? Oh, yeah, we do. Hold on. Oh, um, so Kyle Brita was first. Oh. <laughs> um, and he's gone. And then in second was Jimmy Nelson. Okay. Well, he's in our league. That doesn't help my Chad Young pick. Who was third? In as a, as a, as a hitter? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Grant Boyd. That, that's his teammate. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Hmm. So you could go, well, Grant, Grant, yeah, Rockies. So you got Rockies Expos, which are two different divisions. So you could. You know what, though? I mean, I'm also go with Chad Young. I mean, who knows? I think the Marlins are good contact hitters. I think the Twins are really good contact hitters. So maybe that's going to really bite me in the butt. But um, I'll just go with them. Yeah. All right. Dark, dark horse. Dark horse. Um, who's your favorite team to play against? You know, I always loved playing against the Royals just because, you know, Gus being one of my better friends. Um, I, you know, I, as much as pains me from like losing them a championship last year, I did appreciate like the Twins, Yankees games of old, mm-hmm. you know, like when those were first starting, like they're just fun. Like I'm good friends with Chris, Spencer, Edlow, um, like, um, Will was on our team at one point. Yeah. So I appreciate that they, their level of play. And yeah. so um, I, I like having, I like playing against good teams. So. Yeah. Makes sense. Um, favorite place to order lunch during the season? Oh, Jimmy John's. Yeah. Solid you can't go heavy. You just can't go heavy. Yeah. Like, one year a team brought in sugar fire. I was like, <laughs> y'all are y'all are not winning the rest of the afternoon. So um, who will lead the league in RBIs in season 20? Man, it's I'd probably say Spencer or Corey, just because of it's no disrespect to the Marlins or the Rockies, but you know, you just kind of forecast that might be the lighter load. Um, and they're just really good hitters and so I would say it'd probably be a, like a little Sammy Sosa McGuire race on the same team. That'd be fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, you're having a movie night for the guys, for the Yankees. What movie do you show? <laughs> uh, Top Gun. Top Gun. Nice. Especially with the new one coming out soon. So. Yeah. All right. Choose one and give up two. Okay. Yeah. Pool, alcohol, sunscreen. I don't wear sunscreen. Easy. And Give that up. I was going <laughs> to say you have to wear a shirt, but. Uh, that would have been funny. I, I wouldn't have given that up. Like, I really wouldn't have. Sometimes it really bothers me. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it just, like, feels very constrictive. Um, or the others. Pool, pool so I get a alcohol. give on up. Yeah. So you have to, you only, you can only keep one. Pool or alcohol? You know, we haven't had the pool the past couple of years, so I don't know if we'll get it this year. And so um, I would say pool and just be able to have like a, a nice drink with my friends. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'll take that. Yeah. 
Um, all right, last question. Who wins the championship? I'm really trying to not just be like a like uh the Yankees because I'm the Yankees, you know. Yeah, I was but, trying to think about it. like I want the Yankees to win, so like does that count? <laughs> yeah, no, it's fine. I mean, and uh, it's not, you're a top tier team. You've got a good roster. It's not out of the question yeah. to say you. Yeah. I would say I wouldn't be surprised because like, I wanted us to be there, so I'm going to put us there. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you saw a rematch um, of last year's championship um, uh, this year. I would hope. I would hope so. I'd love to be there. No, so. I'd rather the Twins not be there, but that's just me. <laughs> so, um, I, I don't If you guys want to be there, that's fine. But <laughs> – um, well, that wraps up everything I wanted to discuss. Um, real quick, I'll just uh, thank our sponsors. I'm not going to run through them every time. Um, but uh, again, another shout out to 1356 Public House for presenting sponsor for season 20. Um, stay tuned. We've still got a few more captain interviews to go. And uh, we've got fantasy wiffle ball podcast coming out and then a season preview podcast coming out right before the season and um, begins. So any final words, any final thoughts, Scott, before we get out of here? Um, my final thoughts would be thank you, Brian, for spearheading. There's a lot of work that you're doing to do all these podcasts and they're well thought out and well done. Um, I would say, um, let's remember that the league is, uh, about our friendships and about, um, just the local presence that we have and nothing else really matters beyond that, in my opinion. Absolutely. I love that it's a family and friends thing. And even the relationships that I've built with people I never knew before I got here in the St. Louis, like it's made a home for me here um, on a personal level, but I love hearing when guys are getting married or having kids, um, you know, or, you know, just that whole thing, because it feels like, it's a small part of a bigger part of my life with everybody. Yeah. So what you said is yeah. very well said. So cool. Thanks again, Brian. You got it, buddy. All right. We will see you guys soon. Thank you.